Hey everyone, welcome to this special bonus episode of the Roast West Coast Podcast. I'm Ryan Wolt, and I'm glad you're here. Today's repeat guest, my first repeat guest, is Bree Briggs. She's the head roaster and director of coffee from Leap Coffee in Carlsbad, California. A few weeks ago, I started seeing some cryptic Instagram posts from Leap about big changes afoot, and I thought, big changes? We just got to know Leap and Bree a few short months ago. Then they announced that they'd be closing their cafe and leaving their roasting home of five years at the end of January. So, yeah, big news. I asked if Bree would come back on the show to talk about the hows and whys behind the move, how she and her team feel about it all, and what comes next. If you happen to be listening to this show for the first time, head over to RoastWestCoast.com to get caught up on all of the back episodes of this show, including the original interview with Bree. And then be sure to follow at Leap Coffee on Instagram and Facebook. And now, I'm going to grab another cup of coffee. Here is the special bonus episode of Roast West Coast with Leap Coffee's director of coffee, Bree Briggs. No, uh, looks like it is recording. Everything is good to go. It's good to see you. Welcome, welcome back to the Roast West Coast podcast. Thank you so much for having me again. Yeah, you look different. Do you, is it the nose ring? Is that new? Oh no, I've had that. I did my hair, or I, I lightened it. It's down probably too. So <laughs> <laughs> you're just living life today. Yes, just living life today. You know. I know when my wife's hair is down, like things are about to get nutty. <laughs> I think, I think especially, I mean, you know, I've worked in food service for so long. You just, as a woman, you know, your hair can never be down if you're anywhere near anything that's serving anyone. So otherwise, hair just goes everywhere. But I'm at home today, so it's kind of nice. It's been almost three months since we originally spoke, and a lot has changed since then. Uh, there was an announcement made recently that Leap would be closing their cafe on Palmer Way in Carlsbad. You'd been there for like five years, I think. Mm-hmm. And the last day was just Sunday, just like two days ago, right? Mm-hmm. So how are you feeling today? I almost feel bad like talking to you. I feel like a, it's like a, an athlete who just lost the Super Bowl or something. And I'm like, <laughs> how do you feel today? But how is that emotion of that last day? And, and, and what does today feel like? Um, I mean, you know, I... I the last two weeks, I guess, I would say two, three weeks have certainly been kind of an emotional up and down for me, for everyone. We initially had different plans with what we were going to do with the shop. Our our landlords came to us when our lease was up for renewal and tried to raise our rent about 40%, which under normal circumstances, that would be astronomical, but especially during a pandemic when every small business is suffering, everyone is suffering. It was just kind of like, are you kidding me? How how can you do this to us? So we we had tried to make accommodations. We Prager Brothers is our next door neighbor and they were going to take over our space because they've been growing and expanding so much that they needed additional baking and production and warehouse space. And they hadn't in any malicious way tried to take our space from us. Our landlords had offered it to them once they had basically decided that we weren't a good investment to stay there anymore. And Clinton Prager came to us and said, Hey, like, can we work something out? We don't want you guys to leave. We love you guys. Like, can we negotiate and make this work for both of us? And we had tried 
we were trying to create a smaller cafe space in the front um, that they would use the back and we would just serve on a coffee bar, but it just didn't logistically end up working out, sadly. So up until about January 1st or a little around then, that's what we were planning to do. So we hadn't told anyone that we were leaving. Um, we had maybe hinted that some construction was going to be happening, some changes would take place, but then all of a sudden it kind of exploded and we were like, well, we have to be out by the end of the month. I guess we're doing something else. So it's, it's, this whole process has been very, very emotional for everyone. You know, hopes a little bit dashed, but also we're still, we're very determined to keep going. Brandy, the owner, is by no means done with Leap. None of us on the team are done. So we very quickly regrouped and we found a new home for our roastery actually in Escondido. It's only going to be a roastery and production space. We'll be moving our roastery, just production warehouse office type space to kind of some of the industrial area of Escondido, kind of close to where Stone Brewery is. It's a really cute little warehouse space. The building has gone through a bunch of renovations. The new landlords are really wonderful people. And it's kind of exciting to be able to start fresh and build something out that's going to be hopefully our space for years and years to come. And it's big enough that if we continue to grow and we need a larger roaster, we can do that. We'll be able to host cuppings and have wholesale clients come there to just have like really a really nice experience there. And we'll be able to focus on that more so than we have in the past with so much retail focus. So as of right now, we do not have a new space for our cafe. But we are very actively looking for something new. Like to try to stay in Carlsbad near the Palmeray location, either in an industrial park similar if we can find it or just a other retail space so that we won't leave the community that we're part of because we love, we love the people that work in the area and have been coming to Leap. We've been there for five years almost. So it's a shame to say goodbye to so many of those people. But the last week, especially as people have heard about what was happening and just the outpouring of support that we've received has been incredible. The number of people who've said, oh yeah, tell us as soon as you find something, we will be there. We'll follow you wherever you go. We love your coffee. We love you. So that's really encouraging. You know, It makes us all the more determined to keep going and to find something new because we know there's so many people that support us. So that's really, really cool. Well, and you have a little bit of flexibility if you know that your roaster is going to be somewhere else and you're not necessarily looking for space that requires that. It, it, it yeah. allows you to get creative. There was some cryptic Instagrams, uh, Leap uh, at Leap Coffee Instagrams about something is brewing. Uh, stay tuned yeah. with exciting news. And I was like, so that must have been about Escondido, <laughs> uh, not about still looking for a cafe. Yeah. I know what it's like to leave a business or to close one. There is so many ups and downs of emotions. You like simultaneously are devastated. And I don't mean to put words in your mouth, but for me, I was devastated, but also, also getting that feeling of people coming up and just saying, I'm, you know, we stand with you. Like we're, we're proud of what you did. You should be proud of it. And like, we're going to be there the next time around. And, and hopefully that works out as a team. There's kind of a, I don't mean to keep going back to sports analogies, but I'm a Green Bay Packer fan and they just got kicked out. So I kind of am feeling this a little, little more right now. But 
with the closing of the retail cafe, there there's kind of a moment, and the pandemic has already forced this on people, but this team may not look the same when you come back around. And the, the relationships will be a little different if, say, you're roasting an Escondido and they're working in the cafe. Have you guys talked about that at all? Or has there been any, has there been time to even think about how that revamped team might look? I mean, you know, truthfully, there hasn't been a ton of time. I mean, for me as the roaster, but also I've served a role as a barista for a long time as well. Since about a year ago, when I took over the position, the goal has always been to get me off the bar completely. So I'm focusing only on the roasting and the production side of things. And I think this forces us into that. You know, we now we can't because we have two separate spaces or we will have two separate spaces. So for me, that's kind of nice because it gives me, you know, one. I mean, obviously, there are multiple jobs under the roaster and director of coffee hat, but it at least gives me one less thing to focus on, I guess. Our manager, Maddie, is also going to be stepping in as my roaster assistant to help with some of the production side of things. And then once we have that new cafe space to act like as a liaison between the cafe and the roastery to, you know, make ordering and transition easier between taking coffee from one space to another, we'll certainly have to evaluate how we continue to expand our staff as it's needed. But I think the great thing about the people that we have on our team right now is that they're they're all just really excited to be part of Leap and part of Leap's story, however that may be. So I guess as an example, now that we're closed, we've closed our kitchen. Um, we used to have you know breakfast, lunch, snacks, all that kind of stuff. And we've kind of decided that in searching for a new retail, we'll probably downsize that even more. So we may only have pastries or some small breakfast things. You know, obviously that'll be finalized once we know what things look like. But our head chef is totally ready to learn how to be a barista too. She also bakes all of our pastries, so she'll continue to do that. Hopefully we can even have a baking you know, have baking capabilities on site so she can do that there too. That would be cool. So we'll we'll adapt as need be. We'll expand our team as need be too. I think through the whole process of this, it's just great to know that the people who are on our team, they'll be there and they make it possible to keep going and keep making the necessary changes that need to be made. So in the short term, however long it takes to get a new cafe running or to get things up and going. Can people still get Leap Coffee? Are you still roasting right now or will you be in the in the near future? You know, how are people supporting you, those people that want to? Yes, absolutely. So right now, this week obviously is our last week technically at Palmer Way, not open, but we're moving all of our things out. We are moving our roaster officially tomorrow. So they're doing all the construction to cut a roof in the ceiling to vent the gas out so that it's fully operational. Um, and as long as there are no rain delays or other construction delays, we should be back up and running by Tuesday of next week, I would say. Oh, wow. That's fast. So yeah, we're, we're really hoping to do everything possible to keep as small of a gap in our roasting as possible because we do want to still be able to provide coffee for the people that support us. And, you know, even lately, we've been getting a lot more wholesale inquiries, which that's really exciting because that's something we can continue doing that we don't really need a retail space for as long as we have a production space. So 
Leap Coffee will still be out there and our website is still operational so people can order coffee. And obviously if they order it this week while we're not operational, they won't ship until we are. But after that, we'll be regularly roasting, shipping. They may not be able to come visit us in person, but honestly, if they want to, if they want to come out to Escondido to pick up their coffee rather than us shipping it to them, they can do that too. And that's exciting because it's neat to share new things with people too. So you're going to have to step up your Instagram live game. Yes. Yes. And we're trying to do that. I think too, that's what works. I've been told that's like a really important thing in social media. I'm not quite yeah, there yet. <laughs> I've decided I have to make choices on like what I'm willing to do on social media and just commit to those and yeah. say, okay, yeah. you know, TikTok's going to pass me by and that's okay. I'm fine with that. <laughs> me too. This closing of the Palmer Way location and this kind of force change sounds more like a real estate thing where mm-hmm. I actually come from a commercial real estate background. So when you said that 40% increase, I kind of knew right away that's like a that's like a, hey, I know they're not going to do this sort of offer. That's kind of what we, how we felt. I mean, obviously I have no real estate knowledge. I'm just conveying what was conveyed to me, like from the owner, but who she also actually comes from a com- commercial real estate background. Especially at a time like now where there is quite a bit of availability. That's kind of like saying, I have something in the works. I'm not trying to, if they don't, if they say yes, great, I win. And if they say no, great, I win. Yeah. Do you also look at this as somewhat COVID related? Would this have happened if COVID wasn't an issue? Or is that just a separate issue altogether? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not completely sure. I think, I mean, one of the things that, we were really shocked by in this process is they blatantly told us, we don't think you're going to survive this pandemic. So we don't think you're a good investment. So obviously they may, they wouldn't have said that had a pandemic not existed, but I think they still might've tried to increase our rent since our lease was up for renewal and it would have been up for renewal no matter what. You know, I think this pandemic has made things more challenging but in some ways, it felt like maybe it was inevitable, Sure. no matter what. There's another side of this, too, from the real estate side. If you're the landlord going, well, I have an opportunity and yeah. times are tough. I have to make these decisions. Yeah, absolutely. What I think a lot of people, I'm not going to get too far into this, but like with politics, too, like people forget at the other side of these stimulus bills or these packages, there's actually people there. Right. And coffee is inherently a people-based industry. Uh, at all levels. Anything else that you wanted to kind of talk about today, just about Leap or about what's happening, you know, in your world? I mean, I think as far as Leap goes, you know, obviously, we're in an intense transition period. But I think, I think the point we just want to continue to hammer across to the people that know who we are and love us or to people who've never heard of us, but might be interested, like, we're not going anywhere. Leap is going to continue to survive. It may look a little different for a while, but we're we're going to come out stronger on the other side, I think. I think we're trying really hard to look at this just as an opportunity to do something different and to give us more chances to grow because ultimately that's what we would have done pandemic or no pandemic wherever we are, you know, we we're taking this as a really great chance to reevaluate to change our model and focus more on the wholesale and the coffee side of things rather than the retail, which is always what we've wanted to do. So while this feels 
obviously a little gloomy and negative, we're, it really is still a positive thing for us. And we're trying really hard to keep seeing it that way. So just know we're not going anywhere. You're not done hearing the name Leap Coffee or tasting it. It's only gloomy for a day and then the clouds will yeah. go away. Exactly. You'll find opportunities you didn't expect were there. Exactly. The last question I have for you is how do you feel about Coca-Cola coffee in a can? Coca-Cola coffee in a can? It's, it's huge. Have you not heard about this? I have not. This tells you how much I pay attention to Google and the internet. <laughs> Coca-Cola has announced that they are making Coke mixed with coffee in a can, which you can now buy at your local gas station. Wow. Interesting. It starts off tasting like Coke and it finishes like a coffee. Okay. You know, I I can't say I'll be drinking it because I don't like Coke to begin with, but for, you know, every, every, every coffee outlet serves a very specific market, whether, it, whether it's specialty coffee, whether it's Starbucks, whether it's gas station coffee or Coca-Cola coffee in a can. I clearly, they feel like it's, it's worth it and someone wants it. So those people will buy it. That was very generous of you. <laughs> Bree, I really appreciate you kind of following up with me on this bonus episode and, and you know, keep us informed and let me know when, yeah. when things are ready to go and we can start ordering coffees. Thanks, Ryan. We absolutely will. A big thank you to Bree for coming on the show today, especially so soon after roasting and pouring those last coffees at the Leap Cafe just a few days ago. We'll be sure to keep you informed about all the updates coming from the new roastery and the future home of the Leap Cafe at RoastWestCoast.com. Sign up for the newsletter to make sure you don't miss any episodes or coffee news. Thank you all for listening to this episode and all of the episodes of Roast West Coast. If you enjoyed this show and you want to share it with a coffee-loving friend, just let them know they can search for Roast West Coast on any major podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, I'd ask you to please consider leaving a rating and review. It really helps listeners find a new show like this one. Thank you for helping us spread the word by sharing the Roast West Coast podcast. You can tag at One Wildlife Co. on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter so I can find you too. Links are in this show's notes. Finally, if you find yourself desiring some good coffee, please support your local coffee roaster and your local coffee shop. This episode of the Roast West Coast podcast was produced and recorded by me, Ryan Wolt. I hope this show finds you happy, healthy, and with at least enough sanity to make it through the day. And, as always, be sure to drink good coffee.